Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that gives you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz that you're used to without tobacco. Fully Loaded Chew comes in nine flavors and is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine there is. To give us a try, head on over to FullyLoadedChew.com for a $1 can of chew with free shipping when you enter the code OUTDOOR1. O-U-T-D-O-O-R and the number one. Lastly, many outdoorsmen are trying to quit tobacco altogether and Fully Loaded Chew may be that first step. For more information on our product line, visit FullyLoadedChew.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. This week's episode, we're talking about getting lost or maybe, maybe a better description would be how to not get lost or what to do if you get lost. So in Ohio in particular, there's a few things that you can do to kind of get yourself out of trouble if you get turned around. You know, we're not we're not big out west states where, you know, you can get miles and miles and miles away from any road back into the back country. So given those parameters, there's some things that you can do in Ohio to avoid getting lost or help get you get yourself out of a bind if you do get turned around somehow. So that's what we talk about today. Before we get into that episode though, I want to talk about our shirts. So if you aren't aware or if you haven't been to our website recently, we sell apparel. So it's not just Ohio Huntsman apparel. Well, I guess I should say It all doesn't just say Ohio Huntsman on it. We have our Eat Local shirts. We have our Hunt and Home shirts, which are good for the whole family. Basically what those are is you've got the word hunt or the word home. And instead of the U in hunt, you have our our buck logo with the the border of, of the shape of Ohio. So, cool shirts. We really like them. I actually, I'll tell you a quick story here. My wife was selling something on Facebook Marketplace. This couple showed up to to pick the item up, pick them up, up from our house, and I happened to be wearing my Ohio Huntsman Eat Local shirt. And as I'm walking away, you know, I, I gave them the item. They, they gave me the cash. The guy says, hey, where'd you get that shirt? And turns out he's a listener. <laughs> so um, if you're listening, it's nice to meet you. And uh, I guess I just tell you that to say you can get those shirts on ohiohuntsman.com slash apparel. Or just go to ohiohuntsman.com and use the menu to go to the shop section. We've got men's shirts, women's shirts, youth shirts, stickers. So check that out and... Uh, stock up. The other thing I'll mention is we it, we may have new shirt designs by the time you listen to this, and if not, we should have new shirt designs coming out here very soon. So check back and uh, see what we have to offer. So with that, now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Ohio Huntsman Podcast, where three brothers, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff, discuss all things hunting in Ohio. 
Our goal is to be your source for accurate and reliable hunting news and conservation issues in the great state of Ohio, as well as some fun and interesting conversations along the way. This is the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. Are you listening? All right, so today we thought we would uh, talk about kind of getting turned around or, or lost while out in the field and, you know, some experiences we've had with that and, and tips and things that we've picked up along the way. Uh, you know, everybody, I'm sure right now, or almost everybody, goes into the woods with a phone. And so, you know, nine times out of ten, you can just turn your phone on and figure out where you're at. Assuming you have service and assuming your phone's not dead and those sort of things. So it is still, you know, as we were thinking about talking about this, you know, I do think it is still important to have some plans in place, I guess, for getting yourself out of a situation where, you know, were something to happen. Uh, you know, I've never been, and I don't think in Ohio, you know, you guys chime in if you know of a place that I'm not thinking of, but like you're not hiking in days somewhere and then, you know, I, I got turned around. I don't know how to get back out of here sort of thing. That's just not the reality here in Ohio. But I mean, plenty of people get turned around every year. Not sure how to get back to their vehicle, you know, just get turned around. Yeah. And I guess I'll, um, you know, I can think of two instances. Neither of them, you know, were anywhere close to an emergency, but, you know, two instances of getting turned around where like, I, I don't know where I'm at, you know. And I think I've told both of these on here, uh, so I'll be brief with them. But one time, I can never remember if 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 Jake, it was you and I, or if it was Jeff and I, but we were down at the cabin and it was right at the time change. And we got, as I recall, I think we got the times mixed up and we ended up going into the woods like an hour before we intended to go into the woods because, you know, the night before, you know, I don't know, having a few beers, we got mixed up on what time the sun came up versus what time the clock was going to say, set our alarms, you know, got up, went in the woods. Yeah, that was me. I was there with you, I remember. Yeah, and it was kind of raining was, that morning. Yeah, I think it had something to do with our, we couldn't get the alarm clock to work. We were using our phones and we didn't know because we didn't have cell service if the phones would adjust. That's right. Yeah. We just went with, they have no way to connect, so the time won't change. So we set the clock to what it, I think is how it was. Yeah. So, Something like, but yeah, we ended up an hour early. <laughs> in the woods at like, oh, dark 30. And it was kind of spitting rain that morning, so it was even you know, it was overcast to add to it. So, you know, you got nothing, you know, dark, dark. And I had a headlamp. Uh, and I was going into the woods and I was trying to find the spot where I go up the hill and I crossed the creek and 
I'm trying to find the spot. Where where do I need to go up the hill? I'm looking for this particular spot. It was a gas line or something. I was I was gonna go up. So I'm looking for a gas line marker. Creeks on my right, and I'm fighting through some some brush, heading along the creek, looking for where I'm gonna turn and go uphill. And you know I get fighting through some brush, and all of a sudden the creek is on my left and in my head I'm thinking the only way the creek could be on my left is if I cross the creek and I know I didn't cross the creek and so at that point I'm like holy crap like that 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 instant threw me for such a loop it was like oh my gosh i I have done something very wrong and I have no clue where I'm at. Like uh, one minute I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm where I need to be. I just need to find where I need to go up the hill. And that, that thing got me so turned around, you know, it was like, I, I don't know. I'm lost now. (laughs) And so it's dark, even backtracking the way I thought I came was like, None of this looks familiar. I I don't know. So I just, in that situation, I just sat down and waited for it to start breaking daylight a little bit. And then I figured out what had gone on. There, there was a hard bend in the creek right there. And so when I got away from the creek to get through this brush, you know, the, the creek basically does a U-turn right there. Like, a, or, or I guess a an S-bend, you know. But where I was, you know, it's basically like a, a u and so that's how the creek ended up on my left, but it was so dark. I couldn't see that, you know, just like 20 yards to my right was the creek. I was just walking along, you know, you know, you got turned around. So it happens. The other time it was on flatland and I just, I don't know, was, we were doing a drive. I, you know, I, I know I've ta- told this story on here before doing a drive and I'm supposed to be the, the last stander. I'm supposed to walk straight back in here. And I'm going to hit an old railroad track and, you know, that's where I'm going. Walking through the woods, walking through the woods, thinking I should be there by now. Check my phone and it's telling me my, my, the dot is like in the middle of the drive. And I'm thinking, that's wrong. That can't be. I keep walking. It's telling me I'm farther into the middle, into the drive. I'm thinking, what is my phone is messed up. I look up, I see a guy in orange coming toward me from my right. The, you know, <clears throat> had it been a, a part of our drive, they should have been coming from my left or or so I thought in my head based on where I thought I was. All of a sudden there stands deer, but I'm not sure where I'm at. Don't know who this guy is. So I don't shoot the deer. Turns out the guy is Jeff and I'm just so turned around that I thought he was coming from the wrong way, but he's coming right from where he should have been. And it just, you know, there was no, in that yeah. case, you know, no, no landmark of like, yeah, follow the hillside around or something. I just kept right. hooking to the left, hooking to the left, thinking I was going straight back and ended up smack dab in the middle of the drive. Jeff's wondering what, what, <laughs> why are you standing here? You know, it's like, this well, isn't right. And yeah. What I'm, what I'm wondering is like, cause I popped up over like the tiniest little knoll, like there, there it's completely flat ground. And then there's 
a tiny little knoll and I pop up over it and yeah, there stands a guy and a deer standing next to him. And I'm just wondering like, why is this person not shooting this deer? (laughs) You know, because like at this point, like this deer standing in between us. Yeah. And it's like, uh, first off, I'm thinking, I don't know why there's a guy standing in the middle of these woods. Like there should be no one standing in the middle of these woods, you know, because we basically have, you know, not exclusive permission, but we're supposed to know if anyone else is there. Right. So it's like, who is this guy? Is he going to shoot this deer? That's now, you know, like if he shoots at this deer, the bullet can come through it and into me. Right. And yeah, it was a a whole situation. Yeah. So the deer lived. I got figured <laughs> figured out where I, I was supposed to be. That was a muzzleloader hunt. And yeah. uh Yeah. So another instance of, you know, like I said at the beginning, not by no means, you know, emergency call for help sort of thing, but like you know, there was a few moments there where it's like, I am lost. I don't know how I got here, but I am lost. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I, I tell those stories, I guess, just to say, like, it could happen, right? Had the scenarios been a little different, right? I could have been in, like, some, you know, I, I keep, you know, kind of wanting to, like, if if you came to this episode for, like, real life out west or like up in canada alaska survival like that's not what that's not what we're talking here this is more like ohio specific i guess uh <laughs> yeah how to how to not get you know lost in the woods or if you do get lost how to kind of find your way back to some some sort of landmark that'll get you kind of squared away so right in most cases in ohio if if you get lost, like there there really should never be the situation where you've gotten lost and you need to spend the night somewhere, you know, like you need to camp out because you know almost anywhere in Ohio you're within a mile to two miles of a road, right? You know, so it's how do you find that road and get out of the situation you're in yeah when you start factoring in like injuries like if you've hurt yourself then that you know that's a different story to where like you know i don't know say you've sprained your ankle so bad that you can't walk or something you know that's you might end up spending the night in the woods in that scenario if you're in a in a place where you you don't have cell service and for whatever reason you said you were going to go one place and you ended up another place or you didn't tell anybody where you're, you know, where you were going or or anything like that. But yeah, probably one of the first pieces of advice we have is tell people where you're going. Yeah. You know, and, uh, go there. And if you don't go there, make sure someone knows that you didn't go there. Right. You know, that's, the best piece of advice yeah even if you've got to like hike out of your way you know like down you've heard us talk down at the cabin you don't get great service but typically if you get up on top of a hill you can get enough service to get a text message to go through 
even if you know the other person isn't going to get that text message until they get up on top of the hill, at least they have it. And then when they come looking for you, you know, they're going to drive around or whatever, and they'll come into some cell service and see, oh, they went over here instead of over there where they said they were going to go. We need to, we need to head that way. And, you know, the other thing too is, uh, you know, you know, you don't need an exact time, but like give some idea of, yeah, I'm going to hunt till dark or, you know, I'm going to hunt until, you know, lunchtime ish, something like that. Because if you only plan to hunt till lunch and then something happens and you're hurt and everybody's thinking, well, I don't know, I guess it's going to stay out till dark. You're going to spend a lot of time out in the cold waiting for somebody when, you know, had you said, oh, I'm going to, I'm just hunting till lunch, they'd come looking for you. I mean, I know, thankfully, we've never had any real situations, but there's, you know, there's a lot of times at the, I don't know about a lot, but, you know, it's a, it's a somewhat common thing where it's like, man, where's Jake or where, you know, where's Jeff? I've kind of figured they'd be back by now, you know, and like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's pretty dark. We ought to let's let's uh, you know, somebody go get in the. I mean, he's got a deer down or something, you know, and you know, you end up rolling down the road in the truck, and you know, whether they got a deer down, you can give them a hand, or you know, they hiked farther than they needed to, and now they're you know trying to walk back to their vehicle, and you can give them a ride, or give them a bottle of water, or you know, whatever. The, the, those situations happened somewhat frequently at the cabin you know like i said none of them i don't at least none that that are coming to mind that where it was like real emergency situations but it sure is nice (laughs) i know there's been situations for me where it's like you know you've been out there you're cold you're you know you got a long hike back to camp and see the headlights come around the bend you're like oh Thank God. <laughs> I don't have to walk the whole way, you know. And yeah, especially if you're dragging a deer. Yeah. Get a deer at last light and it's you know, anyone who's listened to our podcast knows we, you know, hunt some hills down there, so it's not always easy flat dragging. I mean it's yeah. Hill downhill, side hill. So it can be pretty exhausting, especially if it's got any size to it. So by the time you get to the road, you're ready for a truck to come driving by. <laughs> yeah um you know and because of the way we hunt and where we hunt and no cell service a lot of times you know the option of i got one down doesn't bring all your buddies right because <laughs> all your buddies don't have cell service or they're still out hunting or you know the kind of hunting we do it's not 90 percent of it's not on a field edge where it's like all right i shot this deer in the beans let's drive the truck back here and load it up you know it's very different from that so i mean i know we've had just in the last year or two we had an instance where one of the guys that we hunt with he's kind of like you said jason he's known for not staying out real late he gets up does sunrise and then is back by mid-morning and has lunch ready by noon that's just what he does right and I think it was, I don't know, a few of us came back for lunch and there's no sign of him. And it was like, well, what the heck? Where is he at? 
<laughs> yeah. Away, he's up in the woods still. And then we got to eating lunch and we ate and he still wasn't back. And that was to the point where, you know, like I said, he's older and, you know, he had just had, I think the year or two before that, a heart attack. So it's like, well, we got to go find him. He's on the hill somewhere. He had a heart attack. He fell. Something happened. Turned out he had just went to town with another guy and they didn't leave a note. (laughs) Yeah. It was like a, we thought it was like a real thing. Like we got to go find this guy. We're walking, we're grid searching the hillside for him. (laughs) You know, so it's, it can happen. I mean, things happen, you know, I mean, people hunting tree stands, whatever, fall out of a tree stand, you slip off the ladder coming in or out. Things can happen. So it's good to, at least tell somebody where you're at, when you're going to be there, roughly what your time frame is. Yeah. You know. The other thing I'll, I'll, I, you know, it's one of just part of my kit every time I go into the woods is some sort of light other than my phone. Because. You know, especially, you know, we keep going back to these, you know, you get a deer down, even if you're not lost, if you're trying to drag a deer out of the woods in the dark and, and maybe, you know, the path well and and you don't need a headlight. For somebody driving down the road looking to come help you or see if you're OK, they can look, you know, through the woods, up the hill, whatever, and see that light and, you know, one, know that you're OK and and know where you're at and then come right to you and give you a hand, get you, you know, headed the right direction, whatever a light is, you know, I, I use a headlamp. I think dad, he, you know, with just his job, he always has one of those like pen lights that I think he carries in his pocket all the time. I don't know if he's like religious about that when, when it comes to hunting, but it's, it's pretty common. I, you know, for him, I, I've, yeah. I've been with him and he pulls that thing out of his pocket and starts, you know, looking for blood or something at dark or trying to figure out which way to go. You know, so even if it's a place where I, I know where I'm at and I know how to get out with my eyes closed, you know, I, I bring a light because it, it's just handy to have. And two, if you get in one of those situations where, you know, like I said, even if you're not lost, but it sure would be nice to have a hand right now. Somebody can find you a heck of a lot easier in the dark if you've got a light. Yeah. And cell phones have a habit of dying on you at the at the worst time. So that's why I say something other than your phone. I mean, your phone, obviously, if, if it's good, it's got battery, it's you're all good, then you can use your phone light. But Yeah, but I mean, even that I've forgotten my headlamp or um i'm a big advocate of a headlamp they're not that expensive you can get pretty cheap ones obviously the more you pay the brighter your light you know whatever longer they last but yeah um it's awfully hard to drag a deer and carry your phone and not get poked in the eye yeah you know what i mean like if you have a headlamp you don't have to hold it it's on your head so you have hands to block twigs and sticks because that's the other thing Anyone who's walked through the woods in the dark, the sticks find a way to hit you in the head, you know, because mm-hmm. you can only see what 
<laughs> your headlamp illuminates. Yeah. You know, so. But, and it's the, again, I guess, I'm assuming most people that deer hunt spend some time walking through the woods in the dark because, you know, a lot of people like to be in before sunrise or whatever. But the woods are a different animal when it's dark. You know, like yeah. you said, it could be wood, you know, like the back of your hand. You can walk through it with your eyes closed. But when it's dark, it, they look totally different. I mean, they, yep. they do. It just, there's been countless times I've been walking through the woods in the dark and I'm like, where in the heck am I? Like, this is not right. <laughs> yeah. I find my way to where I want to go and I'm like, I have no idea how I got here. Yeah. And I leave the same way I came in. And I'm like, this is not what it looked like when I, this is not where, how I came in. I had to yeah. have come a different way, <laughs> but it's the exact same way. It's just the way that it, you know, the little sticks look big and the big sticks look little. And it's just, it, yep. it's wild. It, in the, during the day, you've got that big field of view. You can see way out ahead of you at, at night. You, you only see as far as your light shines and. You know, it stuff reflects off. You know, you get a little bit of snow falling. You get the, you know, the light reflecting off of that too. It, you know, yeah. anything like that. It, it just makes things look very different. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, you know, where we hunt, it's it can get pretty thick, and you get into a big thick. You can't see out in front of you to see like. Yes, it's nice and clear ten feet in front of me, but in front of that. You end up in a big briar patch and there's no way out. Right. Okay. Yeah. I find myself doing that a lot where like in the daylight I walked in and I was able to pick the route through this thick area because you can see out ahead of you at night. You're, you know, you know, you're coming through the same area, but at night you're, you know, it's not, you can't see that. Oh, if I squeeze through this little opening, then it's open past there. You see that like, oh, over to my left, there's not briars. Well, what you can't see is that like once you get past that, now you're in, you know, you're only 10 feet to the left of where you walked in, but you're in the thick, nasty briar tangle thinking this is, I'm, I, this is not the way I came in. Well, because it's not, I mean, it is but it's 10 feet to the left of where you came in and you know, you can't tell that all, you know, is like, this is very different than when I came in. Yeah. And I mean, and there's spots where 10 feet to the left is impassable. Like you cannot, (laughs) so you get in there and you get stuck and then that's how you get turned around. And I don't want, like I said, I don't want to call it lost, but turned around because you get in this impassable place and you're like, Holy crap, I got to go back the way I came and then you try to go back and you instead of going straight back you know 180 degrees the way you came you end up going at a 45 degree out of there and that leads you to another briar thicket and it's like yeah how do I get out of here yeah especially if it's if it's flat country and you don't have like a land you know a, a hillside to like sort of orient yourself two or some you know something that you can i don't know that see is even the right word because you know it but in the dark you know it's like if if 
you know, whatever downhill is on my left and uphill is on my right, then even if I turn around or whatever, I, I know sort of right. which way I came from or which way I'm headed relative, you know, uphill right. is to my right, downhill is to my left sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The two See, times I've gotten turned around have been flat ground, like major turned around to where it's like, I can't figure this out. I'm walking in circles. Yeah. But on flat ground. Yeah. It's, you know, it's same thing. I end up just a little turn to the left. You know, there's briar patch here. I'm going to go to the left of that. And then you go to the left again and then to the left. And all of a sudden you're doing a U. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, whoa, I, this is the same field I just walked out of. And I thought <laughs> I was <at> north. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, this ain't right. But. Yeah, so I guess uh, with that, should should we kind of get into some of the tricks or, or or I guess maybe tips that we have to, you know, if you do get turned around, kind of uh, getting yourself squared up again and getting yourself out of the situation? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, what to do when you get big time lost. Right. You know, because <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, one of the the best pieces of advice is if you if you get turned around, I mean, don't panic, stop and try to figure out, you know, where where you're at. Try to pick out a landmark or something to to orient yourself, pull out your phone and <clears throat> see, you know, see what it says. If you have your phone. Yeah. Um, don't rely on get... your phone too much, though, because the one time I got lost, lost was because what I could visually see and what my phone was telling me were two different things. <clears throat> and then I got lost, lost, and it was because something was screwed up with my phone at the time. Okay. And it was telling me, you know, the my directions were wrong. Right. <clears throat> so I got way turned around. And, yeah. you know, once I was basically once my phone had walked me so far out of the way that it's like, OK, well, now I showed up at the completely wrong field. Now I know my phone was wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I one thing I guess before we get into, you know, once you're once you're lost, uh, maybe a pre-tip, especially if you're going into a place that you're not, it's a new place you're not familiar with. Maybe you're going out on some public land, is just kind of generally get a a lay of the land, if you will. Like if there is some terrain, kind of. Okay, the this area I'm going in has a, a main ridge system that runs north south. Um, you know, some of the like Jeff said, you're you're never really that far from a road. So what are the road names uh you know in the vicinity? Is there a body of water that like you know, to where if you get turned around and all of a sudden like, oh, here's a lake or oh here's a, a stream or a river or something now I kind of have an idea if I follow this 
you know, I, I knew there's no way for me to get across the river without also crossing a road sort of thing. So I know if I follow this thing, you know, say when you looked at the map, the river runs east-west or something. If I follow this, uh, you know, you would know, right, which direction you're headed because you wouldn't have crossed the creek, you know, sort of thing. Follow this out and it'll take me to XYZ road sort of thing. Like just get a... You don't need to know every nook and cranny of the topo lines, but just, you know, here are the four roads that surround this block of woods I'm headed into. Um, whatever. There's a train track nearby. Th just those sort of high-level navigation things so that if you do get turned around and you run into one of these things, you can use it to sort of orient yourself and say, okay, now I... I I don't know exactly where I'm at, but I know if I follow this train track or I follow this creek or whatever, you know, it'll take me to where I need to be. As we're getting closer to the fall and fall hunting season, one thing I start thinking about is trail cameras and, and getting pictures. And one great way to get pictures and sort of survey what's around is with feed, some sort of bait in front of your cameras. We've had very good luck with Monster Whitetail Grub Feed. It's a great product. They've got their signature Monster Whitetail Grub Feed, which is a high protein feed. It's got mineral mixed in. So even after the physical feed is gone, say the coons wipe out your, your feed, the, the deer will continue to come back for that mineral that is now worked into the dirt. The other thing I'll mention about coons is coons don't seem to get into this stuff as bad as just straight corn. They will get into it, but, but for whatever reason, maybe because it's a more coarse feed or, or something like that, coons don't seem to, to bother it as bad. Monster White Toe Grub also has flavored corn options, which takes your regular corn and turns it into more of a long-range attractant, as well as just straight minerals. So lots of options. Check them out. Go to ohiohuntsman.com sponsors. There you'll find how to get in touch with them, what retail locations they're in. Maybe there's a maybe there's a store near you that's carrying it. Otherwise, you can order it direct from Monster Whitetail Grub, and uh, they'll ship it to you. So check them out, Monster Whitetail Grub. If you're like me and you're getting ready to start your mock scrape lines, check out Mastin's Deer Scents. Mastin's has a full line of deer scent products as well as predator scent products, and they, you can buy your scent drippers from Mastin's. They've also got scented gel crystals. They've got deer scented candles, which you use in their double scent stacker. Lots of cool and interesting options. And their lineup of liquid scents is is very interesting. Not, not something I've seen a lot of other places carry. They of course have your estrus scents. They have a, a cover scent, which we really like. It's called Smell Like a Deer. Had very good success with that. So check them out mastinsdeersense.com browse around their website their prices are really good see what they have to offer and add it to your toolkit this fall again check them out mastinsdeersense.com so with that i guess jeff what it what uh i know you had some some tips sort of outlined for us yeah so now, these tips are basically for when 
you get lost lost you know you really have no clue which way is which you know you are completely turned around and there's no landmark or there's nothing to tell you which way to go you know you basically you've gotten lost lost and all of your knowledge can't tell you which way to head to get out so the first tip is pick a direction and go that direction you know so especially if you're on flat ground um you know especially western northwestern ohio most of northwestern ohio is laid out in one by one or two by two squares it's either one square mile or two square mile you know roads right so if you pick any direction and just walk a straight line you are going to get out of those you know get out and get out relatively soon yeah you know where you're going to get yourself in trouble is when you you know, walk this way for a little bit and then, oh, you know, that didn't get me anywhere. So I'm going to go back the other way or I'm going to go this way. Yeah. You know, pick a direction and just walk a straight line and pick a landmark, you know, go from landmark to landmark to make sure that you're going in a straight line. Yeah, that was the thing I was going to add is like pick something off in the distance you know, out there as far as you can see sort of thing and walk toward it. Cause I mean, to, to Jake's point, you know, there, there's times where you think you're going in a direction, but like, you know, like he said, to get around this nasty briar tangle, you know, I'm going to kind of go to the left and then, then I'll keep heading straight, you know, and there's been times, you know, where it's just like, no, I'm not going around anything anymore <laughs> because I feel like I've been walking in circles. I'm I there's a big tree over there. I'm going to that tree and I'm just going to plow through whatever, you know, whatever I have to. Or, you know, if if you can distinguish whatever the landmark is by, you know, even after you go around the thing, then then that's fine too, but yeah, using a landmark is a good way like Jeff said, even on flat ground or maybe especially on flat ground to make sure you're, you're headed the, the same direction instead of walking in like big arcing circles. Yeah. So the next tip is if you're not on flat ground, if you're in hill country, um, walk downhill because Almost all the roads in hill country, you know, the way that the land was settled, basically, is the roads are on the top of the hills and at the bottom of the hills. You know, if you go downhill far enough, you'll hit a road. Yep. Um, and the reason that you most likely don't want to try to go uphill is because sometimes you'll have to go uphill downhill uphill you know like just just because you got to the top of a hill doesn't mean that there's a road there 
you may have to go downhill and you know kind of walk the ridge until you find a road where going downhill if you keep going down you know just keep down 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 in your head you will eventually get to a road um and you'll get to a road relatively quickly within a mile or two of almost anywhere in the state i mean i'm sure there's exceptions but you will get to a road and yeah. it's easy even even when the ground gets flat like oh i got you know i got down to this bottom it's the river bottom it's still easy to know which way is downhill because that's the way the river's flowing yep and follow the river down yep follow the, the water you don't out go, yeah the reason you don't want to go up is because that river could basically branch out into a bunch of different ways and go uphill you know you the river could peter out heading that way you want to follow the river out go the yeah, same direction can, as that river i can think of a lot of examples you know where if you, you're uh, you know like you're on a finger ridge or something and so you're going to go up to the top of that hill well then you got to keep going uphill to get to the main ridge and then you know the main ridge generally sort of is flat but maybe it runs uphill on a you know somewhat more gradual incline but there's some rolling and it's just it's just a lot more work right going uphill right and you can you can go for miles on a ridge top before you find a road you know because that ridge top could be paralleling a road that's in the bottom. Yeah. You know, and you you can walk a long way on a ridge top in Ohio before you ever find a road because yeah. <clears throat> the roads were built in the bottoms where vice versa, it's very hard to walk a bottom for very long before you get to a road. Yep. <laughs> One thing I'll I'll say, though, is, you know, before you get all the way down into the bottom, you know, especially if it's in, you know, you're in like southeast Ohio hill country. Some of those bottoms can be a just a nasty mess and you get down in them and all of a sudden the banks are too steep to get back out. It's full of, you know, every tree that's fallen in the area has ended up down in there and it's like you know, you kind of get into a mess. So, I mean, before you're all the way in the bottom, maybe sort of, you know, keep an eye on the water down in there, you know, in that little yeah. trickle or, or stream that's coming down out of the, out of the hillside so that you don't wander uphill and lose it. But, you know, I've seen some of those bottoms where you get down in them and you're thinking, boy, this was a mistake. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good piece of advice. I guess, yeah, visually follow the yeah. bottom, you know, visually follow, but you might want to stay up from it. I mean, don't just go bonsaiing straight down, you know, down into the a ravine and then trying to walk the bottom of that ravine out. Because, yeah, you could hit cliffs and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's more of a 
keep an eye on <coughs> where where the water's flowing, where the the bottom is going, and follow that out. Yeah. Another mistake that people will make, and I've made this mistake. Before I knew how to not get lost, I got lost really bad one time. You know, and I'm deep in the woods. You know, they basically we were we were doing a drive and they told, you know, the locals down there will tell you a thousand times you can't get lost. Just walk this direction. You can't get lost. Well, you can get lost. (laughs) You know, and it's fairly easy (laughs) if you don't know where you're going. (laughs) And, you know, they act like you're you're an idiot. Basically, if you keep asking, like, wait, where where am I supposed to go? Yeah. But I got lost, lost one time. I was deep in the woods, lost. And I had no idea of where to go to get out of the woods. Well, I came across a power line, a high voltage power line. You know, so this is a sign of civilization you know i'm going to walk this power line out this power line has got to go somewhere well that was really a mistake because i ended up walking a lot farther than i had to and uphill downhill uphill downhill you know because this power line is just cruising along you know the the change in topography doesn't mean anything to it (laughs) right and it's i'm going you know down a ravine up a ravine down a ravine up a ravine you know and yeah i i did eventually get out to a road but i walked way farther than i needed to um and yeah power lines can can really go a long way across the woods across wilderness before they ever cross a road or you know actually get back to where people are yeah you know so that is a very dangerous thing to do is try to follow a power line now that would be a good thing like i said if you're you know if you're going into an area and you're kind of studying the map take note of something like a power line that would be another thing that like oh if i hit this power line i know don't follow the power line because it's going to be a long way but you know it'll give you some some sense of direction or maybe it's a scenario where like oh if i hit the power line i know i just need to go a little bit down the power line and i'm going to hit such and such road right but at least you would know yeah but yeah downhill is if you're ever really lost, 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 downhill is the direction to head. If you, you know, it's easy to track where downhill is. And it's, and it's even a good, that's a good tip. This, that tip has saved me a couple of times where I'm on a hiking trail and I want to get off this hiking trail you know i i want to get back to the road i'm in southern ohio hiking trail 
and for whatever reason, I want out of here. You know, I want to get back to the road so someone on the road can pick me up in a car. Downhill is a very, you know, if you go downhill and now don't get yourself, you know, have a good idea of where you're at here because you, you know, getting off a trail is not a great idea. But if you have a general idea of where you're at, going downhill will get you to the road and off the hiking trail. Right. Um, you know, because sometimes, you you know, hiking trails are designed for pleasure. They're designed to, to basically be unnecessarily long. Yeah. You know, and uh, if you're in a situation where you have, I don't know, you got a blister or you fell in a creek and it's winter and, you know, it's time to get off this trail and time to get to a road where I can call someone to say, hey, I'm on the road, come drive down the road and get me downhill. Yeah. So would that have helped you in your power line scenario? Yes. In that power line scenario, had when I realized I was lost, had I started going downhill, I would have almost guaranteed found my way back to where I was actually supposed to be. I would have came across the people that I was supposed to meet up with. Okay. And if not, I would have came out to the road very close to where they were at. I still would have been it would have been a long walk um you know and it, it it probably wouldn't have been the closest road to me you know to go downhill but i would have gotten to a road right you know and i would have gotten to a road within a mile and a half walk you know i because there there's been two times that i've been lost lost and one time i knew to go downhill and went downhill and it was no big deal i found the road right away and then the other time was the time that i walked the power line yeah and i was fairly young you know i i'm not sure how old i was 14 15 years old and uh I walked a long way and uh, <laughs> dad was quite scared. I can imagine. And then I'm, that was the other thing is I'm lost. I come out to a road and in getting to that road, I trespassed across someone's wide open field. And so they come, come for me, you know, who are you and what do you think you're doing? You know, and I told him, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm very lost. I have no idea where I'm at. You know, I was supposed to be in these woods, but, you know, way some other direction, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, can you tell me how to get to? And, you know, that was kind of the problem was like, I didn't know where I was at. So even though I found a road, I still didn't know how to get back. And I didn't even really know how to tell this person, you know, I, I hardly knew landmarkers in this area. 
Right. Yeah. You know, so I had the, you know, I basically I had two places that I could tell him, like, do you know where this place is or where that place is? That's where I need to get back to. And, you know, they, you know, once they knew I was lost, lost, they gave me a ride back to where I needed to be. That's good. But <laughs> then, uh, then where you're supposed to be, they said, holy shit, you are lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were. They were like you you're lost like <laughs> i have no idea how you ended up here <laughs> listen you know, neither cause, do i <laughs> well because i mean the other thing is yeah a lot of people don't they don't really understand how the woods work you know most people they don't they don't really know you know they know the roads around right. but you tell them oh i'm supposed to come out on whatever road and they're thinking, well, that's a 20-minute drive from here. Yeah. You know, how'd you end up here? Well, yeah, it's a 20-minute drive, but in the woods, it's only, you know, as the crow flies, it's only a mile from here. Right. It's only right over the hill there. Right. But it's like, yeah. So, and the other funny thing is, so I'm lost. I I now know where I'm at. But now... Everyone else knows that I'm lost because I didn't come out of the woods. Right. But now it's like, well, how do I tell them that I'm no longer lost? <laughs> right. You just don't know where I'm at. Yeah. So you how know, did that end? Is... Did you end up? I don't know that I know the end of the or this detail of this story. How, did mm-hmm. you end up finding the group or did you just go back yeah. to the cabin or? So that that person ended up taking me to our buddy jack's house they knew jack okay so they took me to our buddy jack's house which i knew our buddy jack's house was closer to the to the beginning of the drive than where the cabin was so i basically i knew that they would be looking for me in that area and not at the cabin okay so they i had them take me back to jack's house and we i basically waited at jack's house until they started you know until they drove down the road you know because i i figured at least one of them is gonna start driving the roads looking for me yeah and so what did dad say when he because you're you're a kid at this point right yeah uh he basically uh, he told me the trick of like walk downhill you know and basically told me like yeah walking the power line was really stupid (laughs) (laughs) because he said had you walked that power line the other direction you you might not have came out before nightfall oh wow you know he said walking that power line the other direction is a much longer way so luckily I turned, you know, yeah. When I came to that power line, I went left. Had I went right, I would have been even if I did come out to a road, uh, they might not have even, you know, I would have had to find someone to take me back because they wouldn't have even been looking for me that far. Right, yeah. Away. 
you know, cause well, and at that far away, you don't know where you're at. And they did, you know, be like, right. oh, do you know, Jack, they'd be, no, I don't know. I, mean, right. I know a guy named Jack, but not your Jack, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I would have been lost, lost, you know, cause now I, I know where that power line comes out at, at that point I didn't. Right. And yeah, that going the other direction, that power line, uh, it's probably a 30, 45 minute drive to get to the other side of that power line. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's way out there, you know, where that power line hits a road again. Yeah. And I would have been dead tired, exhausted because you're crossing probably 10, 10 hollows by the time you get out the other way. Right. Yeah, you know, and I was exhausted after crossing the three or four it took to get out the direction I went. Yeah, so that's a good, uh, you know, maybe another good piece of advice. Even if you know the area really, really well, there's no way you're going to get turned around. You've hunted this place since you were a kid. If you're, you know, if you've got kids coming with you or a new hunter, you know, kind of give them some of these t- head downhill um you know if you get turned around pick a landmark and just go in a straight line you know some of these sort of basic tips that we've talked about here because you know like we we kind of joke you know these guys down there as we were kids like oh yeah go over that way you know follow the hillside around you can't get lost well there was plenty of times where you know I think this example with Jeff is the is the worst one, but lots of times where you came out where you weren't supposed to come out when, you know, there was no way you could get lost. No way to mess it up. Found a way to mess it up. <laughs> so these little tips, right. you know, for a new hunter or somebody not familiar with the area are are good little tips for them to remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because usually when we get lost, we're coming out, you know, a hollow away or, you know, something like that. We're not yeah, super lost. Right. Now, you guys blow the horn at the truck and you're like, oh, well, I guess I messed up. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, the this last hunting season, we were getting lost left and right because of that snowfall. Yeah. There was snow on all the branches and. It was, you knew, you knew you were close to the road. Yeah. You knew you were close to where you need to be, but it's like, I just got to sit down and wait for those guys to, you know, blow the horn at the truck. So I know what direction to walk in. Cause I, you know, I know I've been on this hillside 50 times, but I don't know where I'm at and I can't, yeah. I can't see anything. Yeah. You really had to rely on. Like in that scenario, with there being some hillside there, you know, you really had to rely on, I'm, you know, if it, I'm thinking of one drive where, you know, I was kind of the middle guy and was like, well, I'm not going to head uphill and I'm not going to head downhill. I just need to keep, you know, I don't know exactly where I'm at, but I know if I don't head uphill and I don't head downhill, you know, I'll kind of be in my zone and eventually run into, you know, you just sort of had to rely on the terrain because you just couldn't see, you couldn't see 
what was in front of you. So, all right. Any other uh, tips you got, Jeff? Well, this is just one, one more tip. Um, don't walk through a cornfield. Like, if you get lost or don't try to take a shortcut through a cornfield, especially a big cornfield. Because it is very easy to get turned around in a cornfield. Like, walk the edge of the cornfield around to get out. Because a a large cornfield, like, you can get yourself really lost. And especially one where, oh, oh, hey, I'm walking. You know, I'm going to walk the row out. And then, well, oh, the rows shift, you know. They did half the field this way and then half the field, you know, the other way. Well, now I how do I walk the row out? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. It seems like, oh, how could you get lost? I mean, it has rows like just follow the rows out. But I mean, unless you can see the the road or something at the end of the row that you're looking to go down. Yeah, I've I've had that where it's like I know it's right over there, but but the rows toward the edge of the field here or whatever go the other direction and now I'm not sure where I'm at. Yeah. Cuz yeah, that's I mean that's a bad situation. You've been lost in the woods or whatever and then you pop out and you're at a cornfield. And, you know, you can see over this cornfield that, like, oh, hey, there's power lines that direction. So I'm just going to go straight through this cornfield. Well, you get inside that cornfield, and now you can't see those power lines anymore. And if those rows start shifting, you know, you can get yourself lost in a cornfield now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Jake, anything to add? Any other getting lost stories? Uh, I don't think I have any other getting lost stories, really. Just kind of to echo the first tip is just kind of stay calm because um, it can go when that adrenaline kicks in, when that sets in, like I'm lost this turned from hunting to i need to get the heck out of here um you know if you've never had that feeling it can be kind of overwhelming um for sure yeah kind of echo that like just stay calm try to if you have to just like you did jason when you got turned around in the dark like just sit down and wait (laughs) for it to get light or you know sit down take a minute whatever 15 minutes like just okay i need to calm down figure this out and you know because you know like we said there's nowhere in ohio if you just kind of use a little bit of critical thinking that you can really be lost 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 you know i mean there's just too many roads if you stick to one direction you're going to come across the road you know i mean you may maybe a old road that nobody drives down and it might take all day for a car to come by, but 
at least you're on a road and you can then walk the road or whatever you know it's easier walking than through the woods but um you know the only time that i know of guys getting lost at the cabin they've walked ridges the tops and that's how they got lost yeah because you know like jeff said a lot of the directions you get down there from locals is oh just walk this ridge out till you come to the third down tree and then head straight downhill well you know whatever you count down trees or the big oak tree your big oak tree is different than my big oak tree (laughs) right (laughs) but those people that get lost they get off on the wrong ridge and then they walk you know there's finger ridge and they go off the wrong finger and then that can get you real way off track if you follow the wrong ridge out you think this ridge is swinging around out to the road and really the ridge you're on is running you further back in to the hollow or whatever you know right get get hairy pretty quick to where if you go down towards the bottom like we said the water runs at least where we're hunting in in general you know hill country the water runs down to the road i mean in general you can follow the water down to the road and then go from there um but yeah i don't know of any other getting lost stories specifically other than those two when those were flat ground situations one was actually the same set of woods you got turned around in (laughs) (laughs) um and then the other one it was a horse farm that i had permission on and i was trying to creep and be quiet so i was trying to avoid you know thick stuff and carrying my climber stand through some crp type stuff going around bushes and whatever and it was mowed all the way around it wasn't a very big piece that i was kind of creeping through my plan was to walk straight across it from one mode path to another mode path and I left the mode path creeping, 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 and I came to another mode path, which in my mind I had to turn right to go down this mode path back to my truck. Well, I had somehow done a complete U. Some I turned right, it took me further away from my truck. <laughs> so it and I was like, Holy crap, if this would have been like a on a bigger scale, like I could have really been yeah far away from where i wanted to be you know this was only a few acre piece you know from one side to the other it was only maybe 200 yards i just couldn't you know i was trying to sneak and crouch and in the middle of there there was a deer i had come up to and i was trying to crawl in close on it and next thing i know i'm like holy crap i know where this is and this is not at all where i was wanting to be (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think that, you know, your, your advice on like, just take a minute, you know, calm down, assess the situation is, is good. Cause you know, a lot of times I think in Ohio, you know, Ohio, especially because of, you know, just the populated status of it and the, and the roads and things is what's going to happen is you're going to expect to see something or, or think you're in one area and then all of a sudden the landmarks or things that you're expecting to see aren't there 
and it's like you know you kind of have a little bit of a panic attack like oh my gosh i don't know where i'm at you know and, and you start to you get that sort like you said that adrenaline dump and you know maybe you start making bad decisions whereas if you just hang on a second here let's calm down take a few deep breaths here right and figure out which way i need to go right yeah because that's where you start getting from experience you know that's where you start getting the you'd start going every different direction you know you get that adrenaline dump and it's like well i got to get out of here so i'm gonna go this way and you're like well crap that's not the way i wanted to go i'm gonna go back this way and then by the end of all that you're really turned around (laughs) yeah that's not looking right i'm gonna go over here no that's not right either yeah and had you just figured about i don't know i'm turned around i'm just gonna head downhill and it'll dump me out onto the road, you know. Right. It wouldn't have been a big deal, but. Right. Yeah. So but again, like you said, this is not. None of us have ever been. Life or death lost for day. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like that's generally even possible in Ohio. We're not talking. Million acre wilderness area lost. We're talking. Yeah. You know, a couple hundred acres. You get turned around. You don't know which way is back to your truck. That's what we're referring to as lost. We're not yeah. talking. Build a yeah. fire and camp out for a week. Yeah. I mean, I I only know of one story of someone on getting lost in Ohio, you know, like lost, lost in Ohio, where they had to, you know, call the, you know, in the National Forest, in the National Forest, and they had to call you know, 911 and had that person relaxed and thought through what they were doing, um, the situation would have been a lot better. Yeah. You know, I, the night was falling on them and they were lost, you know, they were hiking in the national forest, but had they, you know, thought through what they were doing the situation would have been much better because they they were lost within a mile and a half of a major road and you know they they definitely made their situation much worse yeah and when you you get in that sort of panicked i'm lost you know you start like compounding bad decisions and right yeah, it just makes things worse, so. Yeah, so think it through. I mean, especially if you have cell phone service and you can call 911 and, you know, tell them where you're at. Like, just let the people come and find you, you know. Like, you know, if you're lost, lost, and it's dark, call 911. Tell them how you got lost and someone <laughs> familiar with those woods will come and get you. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good spot. Hopefully uh, you don't get lost, but if you do, hopefully some of these tips help you find your way back to Something that you can use to sort of uh, reorient yourself and get you back to your vehicle or back home or 
back to somewhere you're familiar with. That's it for this week. As uh, we're getting closer to fall and fall weather, we're starting to get some of those cooler evenings. I know that gets me thinking about fall hunting, deer season, things like that. So getting excited and fired up for that. Hopefully your summer is going well. And as always, thank you all for listening. Continue to like and share the podcast and follow us on social. As the fall ramps up, we'll uh, be posting more and more there on social media. So check that out. We're Ohio Huntsman on Facebook, Ohio Huntsman underscore podcast on Instagram. And you can always go to our website, OhioHuntsman.com. With that, I'm going to shut it off this week and we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.